Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. I got out. Look, I don't mind a ship taking on water, but when that sucker is filled up to the sails, you are wasting your time. There are too many birds lodged in the branches. You are not going to beat them out. There is so much corrupting in this. And you know, if you preach for the Sword of the Lord crowd, then you can't preach for the Paul Chapel crowd. And if you preach for the Hiles crowd, you can't go to this crowd. And many of them are corrupt from the very founder down. They're, they're corrupt. They're molesting these kids. They're screwing little bus kids and getting by with it. And nobody wants to say anything about it. Can I keep that name on my church hmm. when I know this nonsense is going on? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Preacher Boys podcast. My name is Eric Skorzynski, and I am your host. On today's episode, I wanted to share something that I thought was really uh, kind of a fascinating firsthand account from a prior IFB evangelist uh, that was given on the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Uh, if you've already listened to the episode, you know, feel free to skip this one. But if you haven't uh, listened to the Phil Kidd interview uh, with Brian, Nate, and JC over at the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast, I definitely encourage that you do. Now, full disclosure, I am not a fan of uh, Phil Kidd. Um, I think that his uh, preaching is extremely problematic. I am, you know, I, I, I have very strong feelings, like I'm sure many of you do, about uh, Phil Kidd and the style of preaching and the character traits he's exhibited uh, over his ministry. But setting that aside, I thought it was really interesting what a bone he had to pick with the Independent Baptist movement. And specifically, what kind of made my jaw drop was when he got into the topic of abuse of children within the Independent Baptist movement, and why that was one of the driving factors for him to step away from that world. And so in this short clip, it's about 10 minutes from the Covering Fundamentalist podcast. Definitely go subscribe, check them out, uh, and uh, enjoy the content they're putting out over there. But in this snippet, uh, Phil Kidd recalls times as an evangelist that uh, he found out about sexual abuse within the independent Baptist movement. And so I definitely encourage you to check this out, and uh, I'll see you at the end of the episode. The thing that I think really, brother, that if I have just a few more minutes, I don't know how much time we have. We're good. I've never, never done this before is the covering up of corruption. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something and everybody listening, you listen to me, this thing has become so corrupt and it doesn't matter what you do. It's who you are hmm. and they will cover for you. For instance, I had a guy, he runs about 2,500. I preached meetings for him every year and he called me on the phone and he said, I heard you're preaching for your son. 
I said, that's none of your business. <laughs> and he said, well, you're scheduled to be with me in two months. And I got problems with you preaching for Pastor Paul. I said, it's none of your business. He said, well, I'm thinking about canceling you. I said, consider it done. I, it's fine. I don't care nothing about you anyway. And I said, well, just, you know, you do your thing. I'll do mine. <laughs> so we went different ways because he's not going to tell me where I can and can't go. It's not going to happen. Forget my my son. It's not going to happen under any circumstance. Long story short, this is where I got sick to my stomach. He had a youth director and his wife at the church. She got pregnant by a 15-year-old boy in the church. He never addressed it. He never turned it in. Nobody was ever disciplined. The youth director's wife got pregnant by this 15-year-old boy. And the pastor relocates them to another state and recommends him to be the pastor of a church. Now, here's a man that won't have me because he don't like Pastor Paul's music, but he'll cover for a man that his wife has committed statutory rape in the church. Hmm. And that has never been dealt with to this day. And the only way I find out, found out was the 15-year-old boy called me. And he said, look, that his first kid's not his, it's mine. So I called the pastor. I said, did your wife sleep with this guy? And she said, he said, yeah. And I said, look, I, I can't preach for you. You guys are crazy. Hmm. I said, this is, this is pedophile stuff. This is against the law. Hmm. But see, they listen to the right music. They all wear dresses. Uh, they all carry King James Bible. So if you bang the youth director's wife and get her pregnant, it's cool. As long as you know, wear a dress and carry the right Bible. Hmm. And this stuff went on and on and on. And I watched it cover up. I'd call them on the carpet. I'd say, look, I'm not preaching for you. An evangelist out of Michigan called me and said, I want you to write the foreword of my book. And I said, who's printing it? And he said, a printing press in Florida. I said, I'm not writing a foreword for your book. That sucker's a pedophile. Are you crazy? Why are you fooling with that idiot? You know he's a pedophile. No, I'm not writing a foreword to your book. And he went down there and preached for him and let him print his book. And all he would talk about was the nice suit they would buy him and how big the offering would be. So the same church hired another guy that committed sexual sins with a woman at his church before he went there, made him the president of the college. So I called three of my friends that was going to preach for him. And I said, look, this guy's a pedophile. He's videoing little girls. This guy had sex with a little girl in his church. Are you, surely you guys aren't going, are you? Oh yeah, brother. You know, we're, we're going to go down there and preach because, you know, we get a nice suit and a lot of money. I said, you dirty, rotten, egg-sucking, good-for-nothing, yellow-bellied compromisers. Hmm. You're what's wrong with this movement. And if they call up here and deny this, I'll call their stinking names, and um, I'll drive to their state, and in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, I'll beat the living devil out of them because that's exactly what they said. And the only reason why they canceled that meeting was it got through the movement that they were going and so many pe people put pressure on them that they turned around and canceled, not because of conviction, but because they were going to lose meetings. Now, I'm mm. going to tell you something. I would get out of the ministry if I was driven with nonsense like that. Yeah. And this stuff has been going on forever in the independent yeah. movement. Let me ask you this question. Can the ship be turned around? Can no, sir. That's why I got out. I got out. Look, I don't mind a ship taking on water. But when that sucker is filled up to the sails, you are wasting your time. Mm. Dr. Seiler said it this way. There are too many birds lodged in the branches. You are not going to beat them out. 
There is so much corruption in this. And you know, if you preach for the sword of the Lord crowd, then you can't preach for the Paul Chapel crowd. Hmm. And if you preach for the Hiles crowd, you can't go to this crowd. And, and brother, they're all, it's just ridiculous. And many of them are corrupt from the very founder down. They're, they're corrupt. They're molesting these kids. They're screwing little bus kids and getting by with it. And nobody wants to say anything about it. I, how can I keep that name on my church hmm. when I know this nonsense is going on? So I took a list of proven stuff and took it before my church. And I said, here's the decision we're going to make. I have no problem leaving tonight, but I refuse to have IFB on a church sign that I'm pastoring hmm. from this day forward. This thing is so corrupt. We're going to lose the power of God in this place. We're going to be lonely. We're going to get shot. We're going to get light out. Look, brother, just last month, they shot all my windows out with nine millimeters down at my church. Shot everything out with nine millimeters. They, they, I've, death threats is a daily thing for me now. They've lied on my wife. They've lied on my kids. They have done every, they've turned me into the IRS to be audited because they cannot control me. They are filthy. They're corrupt. They're compromisers. And they're money hungry. I want to make a quote. One of them said to me, I love two things in life. And one of them is something I don't want to mention and money. And I said, if that's what you love in life, you're a sorry piece of trash. Hmm. And I've never had him back in my pulpit again. Hmm. And this is not isolated incidences. There's over 1,100 cases across the country of independent Baptist preachers messing with little kids. And I could give you stories all night long. Hmm. So I said, you know what? It's too corrupt. A little leaven, leaven at the whole lump, I'm getting out. So I've just been myself ever since. But I've had over 260 pastors call me weeping, saying I want out and I don't know where to go. That's one of the main reasons why I wanted to come on here, because I don't know where to tell them to go. Mm. All right, everybody. Well, that was the clip. I thought it was pretty interesting and thought it was relevant to the topic at hand. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to Phil Kidd uh, personally to try to get some more information on some of these cases and to get a little bit more backstory related to each of these. Because if there are as many as he claims, um, that's definitely a long list of names that need to be added to the abuser database. And remember, if you want to see a list of abusers within your um, area, if you want to check it by state, you can visit uh, metoo.church, that's www.metoo.church, or you can visit preacherboysdoc.com, that's preacherboysdoc.com slash abuser dash database. Uh, either one of those links will take you to the same place, but will give you all the information that you need, uh, as well as sources, etc. And on the website itself, you have plenty of other resources uh, to help you, encourage you, and give you the resources you need to uh, help those who've been affected by abuse and to prevent abuse from continuing. So thank you so much for checking out the show. We've got a lot of amazing interviews coming up. And I'm excited to share those with you. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.